Hola, amigos, and welcome to the Add to Houston Amigos podcast, a podcast for young professionals in the marketing and advertising industry who are learning to navigate their early careers. Today, we have a special treat for you. I recorded this episode with Rose in the distant past of 2021. This was at Add to National Mid-Year Retreat in Kansas City. And we took a little bit of time to talk to the Add to National Board. Now, we talked to Tina in the past, and she was not able to join us, which is why you won't hear her voice in this one. But we talked to the rest of the Add to Board. We spoke to Peter Iliopoulos, Vice Chair of Add to National at the time and current Chair of Add to National. We also spoke with Ariana Peters, who at the time was the second Vice Chair of Add to Nationals, but is now the Vice Chair of Add to National, and Katie Dirks the immediate past chair of Action National. So sit back and listen to this amazing interview in which we discuss just some of the great things that Add to National does. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. We're here today with uh, Peter Iliopoulos. Yo, first Yo. one, hey. Katie Dirks uh, and Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana Peters. <laughs> Ariana Peters. Peter is the vice chair of Add to Nationals. Katie is the immediate past chair of Add to Nationals. And Ariana is a secretary of our second vice chair. Second vice chair. We changed that because your email says secretary. Her email says secretary. The email is still secretary. We're working on that too. I feel like I was right. Uh, Sorry about that. So, yeah, we're here at Mid Year Retreat in Kansas City, which has been good to me so far, but. The Astros have lost while I'm here, so I don't know how good it's really been. And, you know, we're here with our exec team. We just want to have a quick conversation with you guys. Thank you so much for taking a little bit of time for this. Uh, this is a new project that we're working on. And we thought, hey, you know, who would be a great person to interview the exec team? You know, before we go on, I want to give you guys a little bit of time to introduce yourselves and kind of say how you got involved with uh, Ad Club and uh, maybe a little bit of what you do and why you do it. Other than, you know, you want food. Right, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, my name is Peter Leopolis. I am the vice chair, as, as we mentioned, for Add2 National. And I am part of the Add2 Tampa Bay Club. And I originally got involved with Add2 Tampa Bay back in 2015. Um, our president at the time, Danielle Torres, recruited me via Chris Solberg, who is also a national, past <coughs> national Add2 yeah. chair. Um, and they were recruiting me for the public service team in Tampa Bay, and I was fresh out of college, had spent about a year in um, you know, my first year in the professional world after college, and was just looking for something else to do. I am in account management, and I was getting kind of bored with it very quickly, and I <laughs> oh, needed yeah. some sort of other creative outlet. Um, so I joined our public service team, and here I am, What's that? Six, six, years. six years later, and on the national executive team. So that's really cool. <laughs> Hello, I'm Katie Dirks. I am the immediate past chair of Add to National. Um, I come by way of Add to DC, um, and I'm currently in membership marketing with the American Chemical Society. Um, so, how did I get involved with Add to? So, back in 2013, not to date me too much. Um, I was looking for a new job, and I feel like this is kind of one of those poster child type stories, and it was so serendipitous. So 
One of my friends who literally I never saw at an ad to happy hour said, hey, you're looking to get more exposure. Go check out this organization called Ad2, go to their happy hour. So I did. I met the, the chair of DC at the time, um, got involved in public service, much like Peter, um, and you know, really just got involved from there. Um, a cool little side story is that at a subsequent happy hour when I was just first getting involved in Ad2, I met a year before she hired me, my future boss. And I never saw her again at a happy hour for Ad 2. So it's those like chance meetings. And, you know, I was at an internship. I interned with Edelman in DC for six months. Then on the other bookend of that internship, I was looking again. I was like, hey, I should call up Amanda um, just by sort of circumstance, you know, and I did. She, and she had moved jobs, was in a new hiring position. And I got hired, I worked at Remedy Health Media for five years. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's the power of serendipity and putting yourself out there and the Add2 network. Yep. Awesome. I am Ariana Peters, second vice chair of Add2 National. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm part of Add2 Tampa Bay, um, and career-wise, I'm a customer success manager at Catalina Marketing. Um, my start in Ad2 was in 2017. I had graduated college and uh, fell into that catch-22 where it was really difficult to find a job because mm -hmm. they were looking for experience, but I needed a job to get experience. Um, oh, yeah. So I was out of work. My friend told me about Ad2 and they had an event um, that I went to and that's how I learned about public service. Hmm. which was a great way to get experience. So I signed up that day, um, did public service, and this is, what, my fifth year in Ad2? Been a part of it ever since. Cool. Add to public service. Every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> that's actually how I got involved, too. So that's the a great, yeah. And leadership. So, Peter, I have a question for you. You started, uh, I believe, as a marketing coordinator, or count coordinator yep. right yep. and I think that's a pretty traditional role for a lot of people first getting into the industry and then you later transition into account management can you talk about that transition and how you knew that was the focus you wanted to go and what advice do you have for people who might not know what the focus is in the industry and wanting to kind of discover different ways the first thing that I would say is I am now eight, almost nine years into my professional journey, and I'm almost 30 years old, and I still sometimes don't think I know what my <laughs> path is. So to anyone who's a little lost or feeling like they need to set the path for themselves early on in their career or even before in college, um, I will say that as you get older, life changes, your values change, your passions change. Um, so I don't know that, you know, there's people out there who will always find the end-all be-all, and I think that's a big part of life. Um, but yeah, I started as an account coordinator and moved my way up in account management and job hopped a little bit. And to be quite honest, and you know, this is what I love about podcasts and talking about this kind of stuff, I am actually making another shift now um, yeah. from account management Wait. into sales. Oh. Um, so. That has all been a journey of just figuring out what I enjoy, what I don't enjoy, what uh, you know, what I think I'm good at, and I guess my answer is I don't have a good answer. <laughs> uh, 
but we'll see. No, that's, that's great. Uh, you, you know, um, I fell into a, a little bit of event planning for my jobs by accident. The, I, it was, I was an intern and they needed someone to take care of some stuff and I'm like, I guess I'll do it. Better than just giving people coffee, right? Uh, and then I ended up loving it. Uh, and you know, that eventually transformed also. I got to do a lot of stuff, but you never really know where you're gonna be, right? You never know what, what they're gonna, people are gonna ask of you. And it's great when you finally find it, but it, you know, like you said, I mean, I'm 32 years old now and I have no idea what I'm gonna do uh, with the rest of my life. And I to, you know, you just gotta go. You just gotta look, look through it and try everything. Yeah. We talked about courage earlier. Mm -hmm. There you go. <laughs> so, Katie, so I know you know you and I have, have talked recently. I know you are you're, you do contract work with your current job, right? Yeah. Uh, and you know I am no I am no stranger to contract work uh -huh. uh, and the ups and downs of it. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about how you got how you got there, right? Um, and you know because you did work at a place before and you work directly. So what are some of the, the pros and cons that you've seen as um, biking advertising, you know, professional uh, working, you know, contract or working, you know, for someone specifically? For sure. And I'm glad you asked because I feel like this is a very hot topic kind yes. of question. Like a lot of people are sort of like, is a contract even like worth it, fulfilling? What does it mean to me? I want to be a full-time hire and that's the only thing that yes. people are focused on because I think there is some stigma around you know working a contract job and I've been working as a contractor for the ACS now for almost three years <laughs> and you know it totally depends like your experience based on your contracting company could vary mm. pretty drastically right so you have to ask the questions about what to expect and make that decision for yourself. But at least in my case, um, and in my placement with the American Chemical Society, it is very much like I am just a regular team member. There's not really a sense of separation between, you know, in terms of like how it feels to work at the ACS. So. I got lucky in that sense, I think, but I also think that, you know, it's worth exploring contract roles just to see if it's an opportunity that fits for you. And like I said, I mean, it's really about getting clear on what the role and responsibilities will be contract by contract. But if you do that little bit of searching and clarifying, you know, it's 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 a really personal kind of choice and I, I don't mean to you know, wiggle around, you know, the question, <laughs> but I mean, it, it really is about figuring out, okay, well, what am I comfortable doing and trying it out, especially if you're earlier in your, early in your career, it's not going to hurt you to try something and say, oh, you know what, actually that's not for me and that's fine. So I have a question for you. Before you were vice vice president of Atu National, you served as the account planner of Atu Tampa Bay. And I think a lot of people who get involved with ADTU come through public service. So can you talk a bit about your experience on the public service and why do you think it's so beneficial for ad clubs to have one and the impact it makes in our community? In our community? Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I joined ADTU for public service because I was looking for a professional experience and that's the best way to yeah. get real world experience 
if you can't get a job. Like you're working with an actual client, a real organization, you're doing real work, market research, strategy, development. And we work with media vendors in Tampa that will put our work you know, on billboards in Tampa, on radio spots in Tampa. So that's tangible work that you can then bring to an employer and say, you know, this is what I bring to the table, this is what I've done. So I think it's really valuable to have that in every ad to organization because it's a good selling point um, in showing the value of ad to to people, especially students or recent grads who are looking for that experience. I mean, I feel like everyone here got involved through mm -hmm. uh, public service, and uh, I'm really looking forward to this year. The first time that we did a big campaign a couple of years ago for Ad2 since I've been involved, we got a billboard, right? And that was like, that was the first billboard I ever worked on. So it was very impactful when I actually got to see it. I mean, it was kind of behind some trees. <laughs> well, free media is free media. Right. It was free, right? Uh, it was very impactful for me. Uh, because, like I said, I, I don't, I don't remember planning some, uh, you know, project management. So I never really got to see, uh, to work on something creative. And I think, like you said, you, you get to build your portfolio with it. It's nothing but good things. And you get to do something great. Yeah. Right? And even uh, now, like, I, I'm in account management, but I want to move into strategy. So I keep doing public service because I get to do strategy. And that that's cool. continues to build my portfolio. All right. So, Katie, you are past president of Atu Nationals. Yeah. Oh, sorry, past chair. Past chair, past yeah. president, past yeah. chair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> past chair of Atu Nationals. And you have seen the club from a local perspective now, a national side, right? Um, so, um, why do you think, uh, you've been to so many of these, I'm sure. This so, is my sixth mid-year, oh I think. Fifth or sixth? This is my first one. I, yeah. It's your first one? Really? It, it, I've been involved for like four years. We go, but, but you're everywhere, so I always yeah. like place you there. It's just, it's always been in the back. He's been to Admiral at least three. At it's, it's all the Admiral. Yeah, yeah, all the Admiral. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know, right? I was, and, and I'm aging out. Oh. So, from your experience from all of this, uh, why do you, why do you think this? conferences are important for young professionals. Why, what do you think is the thing that they can take with them the most out of this? Yeah, so I think probably the biggest takeaway for, especially for people who are newer to add to, or, you know, are, yeah, just newer to add to, right? I don't, I think we still have a little bit of a, of a challenge with the perception that add to is more than the local chapter level, because, you know, that's where you start. And even in having conversations at this mid-year, people who I chatted with shared with me their realization, like the epiphany moment of, aha, like this is a huge national organization. We can make connections all over the country. And that was something that was such a like pleasant shock, if you will, to them. Um, and it really demonstrates the value of Again, the Add To Network, the, the national scope of the organization. So I think if there's one thing to take away from mid-year, it's just that realization of connection with all of the other clubs and all the other amazing leaders and great friends. I mean, you know, speaking personally, I can certainly say great friends. No, I don't, um, I don't have any friends. <laughs> he makes uh, this joke a little bit too often. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, podcast. it's like, yeah. like generally, like yes. it is, 
an amazing group of people and there are friends from Hawaii to DC and all the way <laughs> in between. Yeah, I'm gonna be in DC soon, so I'm gonna hit you hey, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Peter, I'm not sure if you know how to answer my next question for you quite yet, or currently developing it out as we're talking, but um, you'll be president next year. Um, what are some goals you hope to achieve during your presidency? I just want to, well, there's a couple of tangible things that are top of mind. We've built or started on a really good fit in terms of uh, partnerships, kind of bringing yeah. back some national partnerships um, and sponsorships. At the end of the day, we're all volunteers, right? And we can only put so much in, but it's a matter of strategically thinking out how we can sustain our organization for you know the rest of time. <laughs> and we've made some really good progress uh, this year already. So that, that'll be a, a big area that I wanna focus on. But for me, the last six years, Every national ad to event that I go to, I notice something different about the last one and every single one that I go to. And we were all talking as a group as our conference wrapped up today, and we were saying how we think this is the best executed mid-year retreat that we've ever seen. So I just want to continue that. You know, we made a lot of adjustments for the programming today and focused a lot more on development and trying to balance that you know, add to knowledge between that knowledge that anyone could take away, even if Add2 wasn't involved. If Add2 was not in the picture, were our members able to take something away from today? And I think we did a really good job at that. So continuing to provide that value, having those open and honest conversations, uh, switching things up that, you know, we just <laughs> know have worked for however long we've all been involved. Yeah. And, you know, it could have been the easy route to not change it because we know it works, but we were really thinking member member first and attendee first. Um, so just continuing that would, would be my overall goal, making sure that we're all having fun because yeah. it's been a challenging kind of uh, past two years and I wanna make sure that, you know, us as an exec team still continue to get something out of this as well and we're not just burnt out. So I know that was a big answer, but <laughs> there's a lot. This is definitely the best media retreat I've been to. <laughs> Saying, uh, no, yeah, it's, it's been fantastic, and uh, you guys are doing a great job so far. So far, uh, <laughs> I really it's like it. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that you've uh, opened the the president's calls to everyone, and everybody can chime in, kind of get a little bit of uh, advice, and you know, you, you've uh, put different teams for each one, so then you don't need to have your entire board every time, right? We're gonna talk about membership. Let's bring the membership chair. We're going to talk about fundraising. I don't think we talked about that yet, but you know we'll bring a fundraising check. That so definitely you guys are doing a great job, and it really shows. Uh, so Ariana, this is for you. You know you've been second vice chair for well six months, almost, you know, yeah, yeah. almost a year now. Uh, what do you regret? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so certainly you've learned a lot. You've seen kind of how the national level works. Um, what advice do you have for? the next person who wants to come after you because that person's gonna have to you know throw their hand in the ring soon so what advice will you have for them how to prepare what things you wish you've known before uh, and you know maybe what to look forward to in that regard it's not as hard as being a local club president like, I completely agree. <laughs> that is the best advice. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a breeze. It seems <laughs> very intimidating. And last year I was president of Attu Tampa Bay, and it took a lot out of me. 
so the last thing I wanted to do was join something on a national scale, but it really has been really enjoyable. It has not as been as hard and as much work as being president, um, but I still feel like I get even more value. Um, so when I was president, I, I didn't know if there was a next step after that, but there is, there's so much more to learn once you get on the national exec team. So I definitely encourage any current president to really consider joining us next year. Yeah, um, I know that the next president's gonna be great. And if they're not, you'll make them great. Maybe we get someone from Tampa Bay. You guys just take over the national level. Take over national. <laughs> and I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's at that point, everything's gonna happen in Florida. But yeah, seriously, uh, you've done a great job. I mean, you and I have had one-on-ones and I really like that. You're very open. You've been very receptive to the things that I've told you. And all of you guys in different facets of this have been very supportive. Uh, and I'm sure that all the other clubs can say the same. But I think that's all the questions that we had. We don't want to hold you too long because I know that it's almost dinner time. And it's also almost World Series time. So I got to go check that out too. So thank you so much uh, for giving us a little bit of time today. This has been so much fun. This weekend has been great. I'm so glad that I finally made it to one of these. <laughs> and I'm really sad that I won't be able to go to the next one. Uh, but maybe You're still we... welcome. Nah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we do it in Houston. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be there already. Um, just say. It's fun town. Yeah, yeah, it's a great town. But yeah, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for everything today. It has been great. And I know that you spent like the past like eight hours talking and the last thing you wanted to do was probably talk some more, but we appreciate your time here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals aged 32 and under who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an Amigo, join us at addthenumber2houston.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at add the number two, Houston. Thank you for listening.